Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the Book of Romans with part two of this message entitled, Am I a True Christian? If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 9, verse 6. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Lord, help us to be earnest and serious, not to miss the Messiah. Help us to make certain that we are in the faith. Help us to test ourselves. Help us to make our calling and election sure. Be ourselves easily put ourselves in the category of the elect. If you attend any funeral, you don't hear that this guy was a bum. The rich man had a sumptuous funeral. Many people eulogized him to heaven. But we are told he went to hell. Man knows how to eulogize. What matters is what God would say on that day. Therefore help us to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord Jesus. That he may welcome us into heaven. For we pray in Jesus name. Amen. We are studying Romans 9. I said the most disputed part of scripture not disputed by me or disputed by pious people of God but disputed by arrogant people proud people friends he does what he pleases you don't tell him what to do You told your father what to do, your mother what to do, your uncle what to do, your pastor what to do. And you learned this bad habit of telling God what to do. If you are a true believer, you will humble yourselves at the divine revelation. And you say, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Otherwise you will argue about it. Who does he think he is to elect some to salvation and to reprobate the vast majority of the people of this world? And we learn that in the same family, same father, same mother, and yet God is free to choose one to salvation. And to choose another to damnation. This is serious business. There is only one purpose in this life. To know Christ. And make him known. There is no other purpose. Second Kings chapter 5. There was a man by name Gehazi. He thought he was a believer. He was the assistant to prophet Elisha. 
He heard the gospel. He saw miracles. And he was very convinced that he was a believer. But we learned he was not. It is serious when the Bible says make your calling and election sure. Don't self-certify. And don't push yourself to heaven. It wouldn't happen. Gehazi, sir, he heard the gospel. He was with Elisha. He saw it. He saw God's spirit move with power. And here, there were a lot of lepers in Israel. Not even one was healed. And here comes a pagan, a general. And Ben Hadid gave him 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, 10 sets of clothing, as price for the healing of the general. Friends, the idea is he thought he can buy salvation. But Psalm 49 says what, sir? The price of salvation is what? Very high. No one can pay it. So Isaiah 55 said, Everyone who thirsts, come eat to the waters. He who has no money, don't you ever bring money. You must thirst and you must never bring money. Because the price of salvation is what? Too high. Salvation is always by grace. So he comes with huge ten talents of silver. It only costs two talents to buy the entire Samaria. (laughs) David paid 600 shekels of gold to buy Mount Moriah, sir. But here, 6,000 shekels of gold. And Elisha says, go to Jordan. He didn't come out to see, to chant and do magic and to heal. Go there and dip yourself seven times. And your skin will be healed. You'll be restored. And he almost missed his salvation. But he goes. And he dips seven times. And he was healed. And he comes back. Remember ten. Ten lepers. Only one returned. And that was a. Samaritan. And here he returns a Syrian in gratefulness and in gratitude. And he says, I have all these things, please. All this money, you know, we really appreciate. Elijah said, no. Salvation is by grace. The king of Sodom and Gomorrah wanted to give a lot of money to Abraham. He said, I'm not good. Take 
a time because you would go and say you made Abraham rich. May God raise up more preachers who will stand for truth and for the gospel. And they will live by faith. And there comes Gehazi. He's a minister. And he deceives Naaman. He begs for one talent of silver. That is 75 pounds. And he got two talents. 150 pounds. That's a lot of money. And two sets of clothing. And he, nobody saw it. He looked this way and that way and he put it in the house and, and closed the door and, and stood before Elisha. But the Holy Spirit revealed Is this the time that you look for olive groves, vineyards and maids and houses? The plague of leprosy shall be upon you and upon your children forever. He, he thought he was going to be the next prophet. He didn't make his calling and election sure there came a time and he was proven to be a thief. Achan. He thought he was a believer. He was one of those who walked through dry Jordan. He was one of those who was circumcised on Mount Gilgal. He he was one of those who marched six times and more. He saw the wall crumbling and falling. Then he saw gold and silver and Babylonish garment. He looked this way and that way. He took it and hid it and pretended as though everything is all right. He was told not to do it. It belonged to the treasury. He and his family proved to be not people of God. Judas was an apostle. He was given Holy Ghost. He went and performed miracles. He preached, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He was not like Gehazi, assistant to Elijah, he was the apostle of Jesus Christ himself, the son of God. There came an opportunity, sold him for 30 pieces. And he's called in the Bible, son of perdition. Son of perdition. Friends, make your calling and election sure. Examine yourselves and see whether you are in the faith. And there was a minister, 
fellow minister to St. Paul, his name is Demas. And Paul sends greetings from Demas in his letters. But he was no Christian. Life is getting hard. Christians are getting persecuted. Christians are not making any money. And he said, no. We are told, Demas has forsaken me, having loved the present world. Are you a lover of the present world, sir? Two talents of silver and two sets of clothing, some gold and some silver, and some Babylonish garment, 30 pieces of silver. You cannot serve two masters. You'll be devoted to one and you will despise the other. That's the way it is going to work. So Bible says, make your what? Calling and election sure. So you must ask the question, how can I do this? Nobody can peer into eternity, into the mind of God to see whether I'm an elect. If we could do that, that would be nice. But you cannot do that except by deduction. You begin in time. You begin with your present obedience. Not past obedience. Gehazi obeyed once upon a time. So was Demas. So was Achan. So was Judas. Don't rely on it, friends. The issue is the present obedience. And if you are children who do not obey parents, you rest assured what? You are not a Christian. You are not Christian. Etc. Etc. You see. So if you are not a Christian. Then I would say call upon the name of the Lord. Confess your sin. Repent and etc. Etc. I'll come to it. So friends. That's where we begin. Today. Right now. How do you examine yourself? How do you make your calling and election sure, sir? Start with your present obedience. If you are not presently obeying God, you are not a Christian. So, let me say a few things very quickly. If you are not a Christian, let's look at this. Dr. Boyce speaks the same thing. First thing, a believer repents, a Christian repents and what? Believes. What does repentance mean? Let me say it again. Four things. Deep sorrow, godly sorrow. For having offended God. And deprived him of his glory. 
When your son disobeys you, he treats you with contempt. It is an assault upon your being. One thing that he committed to is the maintenance of his glory. And he does it either by saving or by destroying. Heaven and hell proclaim the praises of God. Repentance. First, godly sorrow for having offended the being of God. Number two, total agreement with the scripture. Do all things, how, sir? Without complaining or arguing or murmuring or jumping up and down. You agree to what God has said. I was listening to Rabbi Lapin and a freshman at Berkeley. The dean invited all the freshmen and said, let me tell you what we are going to do. We are going to destroy all your belief system and we are going to teach you how to think. You are going to believe what we say. Friends, you go to Berkeley or any place. If you don't believe the truth, you are going to believe what they tell you. And what they tell you is a lie. Point number two is you agree with what God says in the Bible about anything and everything. Number three, you are eager to obey God. Gladly, exactly, immediately, and above all with joy. The joy shows your attitude. And number four, I said, you will break off your friendship with all wicked people. And you will cultivate your friendship with God's people. Who will edify you, build you up. Rebuke you and correct you and teach you and instruct you. That's repentance. And what is faith? Faith is simply this. It has three things. First is what? Knowledge of Jesus Christ. Knowledge of the person of Jesus Christ. That he is God. And that he is man. One person in two natures. Number two. His work. What did he do? He provided purification for our sins by his atonement on the cross. You read 1 Corinthians 1 and 2. There he speaks. I want to know one thing. Jesus Christ and what? Him crucified. Information. That's what the whole Bible is speaking about Jesus Christ. And number two is a, an agreement, an understanding that this Jesus saves sinners. Praise you, Lord. 
and you like that information there is a warming of the heart but that's not yet faith faith is i commit myself to jesus christ now and forever more i entrust myself to him if you are a christian you repent and believe number 2 boy says you follow jesus christ i am saying modern evangelicals and charismatics teach a gospel where jesus come on follows you wherever you go like a puppy dog this has nothing to do with christianity christianity says follow me amen follow me and you ask no question deny yourself take up the cross follow me daily amen test yourself whether you have repented whether you have believed test yourself whether you follow jesus christ or ask jesus christ to follow you this simply means you obey him no matter what he says you obey him number 3 you witness to jesus christ you read acts chapter 8 acts chapter 11 there was serious persecution the people of god were scattered and what did they do they went wherever they went they spoke about jesus christ in fact the church of rome and church of syrian antioch and other churches were founded not by the apostles but by common people who went about speak in fact they called him christians in antioch antioch was the sewer of the time people were so wicked they committed every form of immorality but then they saw some people who were different separate they were light in the midst of darkness and they heard them speaking about Jesus Christ Jesus Christ Jesus Christ and they called them Christians number 4 you devote yourself to the study of the scriptures to know God more and be changed into his likeness and so we read acts chapter 2 verse 42 they devoted themselves to the apostolic doctrine you must get to know him more amen yes in private devotion at home yes when you come to church you are all ears and you teach children how to listen to know the word of god and let me one more thing that you test yourselves which is included in the four we are god's workmanship created in christ jesus 
unto good works which God has foreordained that we should do them. God saved us for the purpose, the goal, the end is that to do good works. Simply another term for obedience. In other words, friends, as I started out, the present obedience. If you love God and if you obey God, then you can rest assured what? You are called effectually. Therefore, you are elected. Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruits. Again, another term for obedience. Or the Bible said, if you love me, keep my commandments. You see, modern evangelicalism wants to separate obedience from faith. If you don't submit your husband, you are what? Not a Christian. Not a Christian. I mean, it is shocking to hear it. If you don't obey your parents, not a Christian. But call upon the name of the Lord that you may be saved. He is still in the saving business. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. I believe in Jesus Christ who saves all who call upon his name. Who saves all who repent and believe in him. And you want to know whether you are a Christian? True Christian? John 4 verse 23. What the father is seeking. Father is seeking authentic Christians. Not phony, baloney believers. Authentic. True worshipers. Who worship him in spirit and in truth. It's not difficult to examine ourselves. It's not difficult to make our calling and election sure. We can do it without peering into the mind of God. Son, do you obey your father? That's it. Do you obey Jesus Christ? And if you do, you are what? A Christian. Let the unbelievers testify. Let your father say, I know my son. He obeys me. Let your husband say. Let your pastor say. I know him. He's a Christian. Let your boss say. Even unbelieving boss. I know one thing. He is a good worker. He's an honest worker. He's trustworthy. Let others testify. And above all, may God testify. Hallelujah. The Spirit witnesses to our spirit that we are what? Yes. Hallelujah. Lloyd Jones says the highest form of assurance. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your saving us. That you did not spare your own son. 
but gave him up for us all. In the death of the cross. There he made atonement for our sins. So we have no doubt about the father's love for us. We have no doubt about the son's love for us. We have no doubt about the Holy Spirit's love for us. And we have no doubt that the triune God loves sinners. Even enemies of God. While we were yet enemies of God. Christ died for us. And as we live our life in this fallen world. We are aware that sin still dwells in us. And there are times we sin. And thank you for granting us repentance. And thank you for forgiving our sin. Therefore help us to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord Jesus. For we pray in Jesus name. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio, a part two of this message entitled, Am I a True Christian? Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.